0: Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. In the name of Allah, the Most Gracious, the Most Merciful. Jesus, Man, Messenger, Messiah. Chapter 2, Part 3. By Abu Zakaria. Page sixty three, the purity of Tawheed through the ages. The foundations of Muslim belief were set during the lifetime of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. May peace and a blessing be upon him. The message given to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Quran represents perfection. the way of life for human beings to live. Today I have perfected your religion for you, completed my blessing upon you and chosen as your religion Islam. Chapter 5 verse 3. If something has been perfected then it cannot be further improved and so, there is no need to send any additional messengers or messages to mankind. As well as setting a solid theological foundation early on, the Quran and Sunnah teachings and actions uh, of the Prophet Muhammad expressly, expressly forbid, expressly, expressly forbid believers from adding to the religion of Islam. The Quran warns mankind against inventing doctrine and claiming it is from God. So woe to those who write the scripture with their own hands than say this is from God in order to exchange it for a small price. Woe to them for what their hands have written and woe to them for what they earn, Quran chapter 2, verse 70. Likewise, the Sunnah also warns mankind against tampering with their religion. The Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu peace and a blessing for Allah be upon him, said, Whoever tells lies about me deliberately, let him take his place in hell. When we study history, we will find that Islamic monotheism, Tawheed, has undergone no historical evolution in the nearly one thousand five hundred years that have passed since the Quran was first revealed to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam may peace and blessings be upon him. Muslims hold to the Muslims hold to the same creed to this very day. All who have tried to introduce something new into the creed of Islam have been rejected purely on the basis that it was not taught by the Prophet Muhammad. This is the standard that Muslim scholars have held to have held to since the beginning of Islam. These strict standards have been built into the religion since its inception, preserving the purity of its teachings, such as Tawhid. tawheed. It's important to note that. Like with any religion, various sects and innovations have sprung up throughout Islamic history. The Prophet Muhammad, wasallam, peace and blessing be upon him, himself foretold that this would be the case. My nation will split into 73 sects, all of whom will be in hell except one group those who follow that which i and my companions follow however the key point is that thanks to the sunnah a muslim alive today in the 21st century is able to avoid all innovations and stay upon the correct pure understanding of Tawhid, monotheism as it was understood by the prophet muhammad may peace and blessing be upon him and his companions in the 7th century. Why the Quran is a mercy to mankind? Why the Quran is a mercy to mankind? Allah out of his mercy for mankind resolved all of the confusion surrounding his nature in the 7th century by revealing the Quran to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam may peace and blessing be upon him. We've seen that the main theme in the Quran is the purely monotheistic nature of Allah. It teaches that Allah is unique and separate from his creation. There is no confusion about who God is and what his creation is. Jesus, whose original name is Isa, like all the messengers sent before him, such as Abraham and Moses, And like the final messenger Muhammad after him is simply the creation of Allah. Jesus, like all the messengers sent before him, such as Abraham and Moses, and like all and like the final messenger Muhammad after him, is simply the creation of Allah. The Quran puts forward a clear picture of both Allah and Jesus that is easy to understand. People of the book, Jews and Christians, do not go to excess in your religion and do not say anything about Allah except the truth. The Messiah, Jesus, son of Mary, was nothing more than a messenger of Allah. His word directed to Mary, a spirit from him. So believe in Allah and his messengers and do not speak of a trinity. Stop this. That is better for you. Allah is only one God, and he is far above having a son. Everything in the heavens and earth belongs to him, to Allah, and he is the best one to trust. Quran chapter 4 verse 171. (coughs) Thus, in one short verse, the Quran unravels centuries of myth-making and demystifies for us, who the real Jesus was. Jesus is not Allah. Jesus is not God or even the literal son of God. Rather, he is a man, messenger, and Messiah. In the previous chapter, we saw that the Trinity is a product of history born not out of scripture, but centuries of evolving church tradition. A Trinitarian, a Trinitarian cannot open their Bible and point to one chapter that explains the triune nature of God. The idea that God is three persons who all are co-equal and co-eternal. Instead, Trinitarians need to quote creeds from outside the Bible, such as the Nicene Creed and a Chalcedonian Creed, the Nicene Creed and Chalcedonian Creed, which were developed long after the disciples of Jesus lived and died. Moreover, a triune concept of God has more in common with paganism than the message of pure monotheism that Jesus himself preached in the New Testament. If we are sincere in our pursuit of the truth, then we must put the teachings of Jesus at the forefront of our beliefs. This leaves us with a message that is not uh, fundamentally different from that of Islam. The conclusion might be shocking, but it is undeniable. Jesus preached Tawhid, monotheism. One of the benefits of such doctrinal clarity is that it facilitates contemplation. God wants us to reflect on his revelation and ponder its meanings. This is a blessed book which we have revealed to you, O Muhammad, that they might reflect upon its verses and that those of understanding would be reminded. Quran chapter 38 verse 29. The believer benefits from such contemplation which reminds us of who our Creator is and strengthens our relationship with our Creator by bringing us closer to Him. If Allah wanted us to know about him, the Qur'an provides the simplest, easiest, and most accessible description about the nature of God. Now, that's not to say there aren't any concepts in Islam that are complex. There are, for example, the laws governing the distribution of inheritance, but such specialist knowledge is only needed by a few and is not tied to the believer's salvation. This is the opposite of the situation with the Trinitarians. Not only is the Trinity inconsistent and paradoxical in nature, but also Christian theologians relegate relegate the doctrine to a holy mystery, relegate the doc- doctrine to a holy mystery that cannot be fully grasped. So, they are in the awkward position of being compelled to believe in something that cannot be comprehended, which creates tension between the heart and mind. Can such a person ever truly be at peace? By comparison, Tawheed, monotheism, the first pillar of Islam, is something that can be grasped grasped by anyone. This is one of many reasons why Islam brings about inner peace in those who embrace it. A healthy relationship with the Creator is only possible when we understand who He is. One cannot properly worship a stranger or something that goes against all rationality. It's interesting that one of the root meanings of the Arabic word Islam is in fact peace. In essence, Islam means the attainment of peace by submitting to our Creator. The attainment of peace by submitting to our Creator. The Quran describes this peace that Muslims have. When they remember Allah. Truly, it is in the remembrance of Allah that hearts find peace. Quran chapter 13 verse 28. Chapter 3. Chapter 3. Uh, I'll stop here and later on I'll complete chapter 3. Take care everybody. Assalamu alaikum. This is Dr. Khalid Dosiri from the Imam Saudi Arabia.